Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for standing by. Welcome to Alibaba Group's March quarter 2022 and full fiscal year 2022 results conference call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. After management's prepared remarks, there will be a question and answer session. I would now like to turn the call over to Rob Lynn, Head of Investor Relations of Alibaba Group. Please go ahead. Good day, everyone, and welcome to Alibaba Group's March quarter 2022 and full year, uh, full fiscal year 2022 results conference call. Uh, with us today are uh, Daniel Zhang, Chairman and CEO, Joe Tai, Executive Vice Chairman, Toby Xu, Chief Financial Officer. This call is also being webcasted from the IR section of our corporate website. A replay of the call will be available on our website later today. Now, let me quickly cover the safe harbor. Today's discussion may contain forward-looking statements. Forward-looking statements involve inherent risks and uncertainties that may cause actual results to differ materially from our current expectations. For detailed discussion of the risks and uncertainties, please refer to our latest annual report on Form 20F and other documents filed with the U.S. SEC or announced on the website of the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Any forward-looking statement that we make on this call are based on assumption as of today, and we do not undertake any obligation to update these statements except as required under applicable law. Please know that certain financial measures that we are using on this call, such as adjusted EBITDA, adjusted EBITDA margin, adjusted EBITDA, adjusted EBITDA margin, non-GAAP net income, non-GAAP diluted earnings per share, ADS, and free cash flow are expressed on a non-GAAP basis. Our GAAP results and reconciliation of GAAP to non-GAAP measures can be found in our earnings press release. Unless otherwise stated, a growth rate of all stated metrics mentioned during this call refer to year-over-year growth versus the same quarter last year. Um, In addition, during today's call, management will give their prepared remarks in English. A third-party translator will provide simultaneous Chinese translation on another conference line. Please refer to our press release for details. During the Q&A session, you will we will take questions in both English and Chinese, and the third-party translator will provide consecutive translation. All translations are for convenience purpose only. In the case of any discrepancy, management statement in the original language will prevail. With that, I will now turn to Daniel. Thank you, Rob. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining our earnings call today. We completed a solid fiscal year amidst the macroeconomic challenges in China due to the resurgence of COVID and tremendous uncertainties in the global geopolitical landscape. During the fiscal year, we achieved the target of 1 billion AACs in China with annual net increase of 113 million. Globally, we reached 1.31 billion AACs with annual net increase of 177 million and we achieved a total GMV of 8.3 trillion RMB, with close to 8 trillion RMB in China and 341 billion RMB outside of China. Our cloud computing business completed its first profitable fiscal year while maintaining market leadership in China. Now I would like to share a bit more about the latest situation in China with the recent resurgence of COVID. As you all know, Omicron started to spread in China in March and has impacted 
several major consumption and manufacturing centers such as Pearl River Delta, including Shenzhen, the Yangtze River Delta, including Shanghai and Beijing. During the second half of April, over 80 cities in China reported confirmed COVID cases, and most are national economic centers. Such widespread impact has brought significant uncertainties to the China economy. We saw the national retail sales reporting negative year-over-year growth in March and April, and online sales of physical goods also reported a historical decline year-over-year. The resurgence of COVID has also impacted our business to varying degrees. Overall speaking, we saw a low single-digit decline in revenue growth in April compared to the same period last year. Online physical goods GMV of our China retail marketplaces, excluding unpaid orders, saw year-over-year decline in the low teens percentage in April. To give you a sense of the scope of impact, based on our consumer address, cities with new COVID cases in April represented more than half of our China retail marketplaces GMV. These cities also included major merchant hubs such as Shanghai, Shenzhen, and their nearby cities, where supply chain and logistic disruptions have resulted in widespread impacts. During the same period, while our user traffic and engagement have remained resilient, patterns of consumption across categories on our platforms have shifted. Fashions and electronics consumption decreased. Demand for essential supplies such as food and FMCG products increased significantly, with more consumers stockpiling at home. Emerging categories such as healthcare, active wear, and outdoor products also grow rapidly. We have seen, seen a major recovery in local logistic capacity compared to April. We believe operating stability and sustainability during this period is the primary concern of all businesses. Ensuring stability of supply chain and logistics and the facilities is the best way to improve consumption sentiment and foster a more, a more positive environment for business operations. We are also facing uncertainties in the macro environment outside of China. During the quarter, the Zara's order growth slowed down to 32% year-over-year as offline consumption gradually recovered post-pandemic in Southeast Asia, with Malaysia, Vietnam, and Thailand achieved higher than regional average order growth rates. Trendio continued its market leadership in Turkey with quarterly order volume growing by 48% year-over-year. The order volume of AliExpress decreased year-over-year year this quarter, mainly due to the impact of European Union's policy change in VAT exemption. Recovery of local supply chain and offline consumption post-pandemic, as well as international logistic disruptions due to the regional conflict. Despite 
geopolitical conflicts and uncertainties. We will continue efforts to develop our globalization strategy in consumption. We will serve international consumers through a combination of cross-border and local commerce models and proactively invest in our global logistic networks as part of our overseas digital commerce infrastructure buildup. Facing the challenges of geopolitical and macroeconomic uncertainties, many companies started to focus on high-quality growth with cost control and loss-cutting. For Alibaba, high-quality growth has been a principle for years, especially during the pandemic. We see the benefits of a solid foundation that we have built over time carrying out this principle. Number one, the high-quality consumer that we serve. Number two, the high-quality infrastructure we are building for digital commerce. And number three, the high-quality technology innovations that drive the vast potential of our cloud computing business. I will elaborate more in the following sections. First of all, the high-quality consumer base. We serve the largest and the highest quality consumer base in China by Taobao and Timor. Among our 1 billion AECs in China, 124 million consumers spend more than 10,000 RMB annually on Taobao and Timor. And 98% of those consumers continue to stay active in the following years. Looking ahead, we will continue to strengthen our comprehensive consumer application portfolio with clearly differentiated user value propositions and address the diversified needs of different consumer segments in accordance with their consumption power and mindset, especially those of our core customers. What does it mean? In pre-purchase stage, it means establish a clear consumer mindset stimulating consumer interest through increasing user engagement and time spent on consumption-related contents and influencing consumer decision. In post-purchase stage, it means an enhanced fulfillment and customer service experience. I believe this is a winning formula for earning consumer mind share and wallet share in a highly competitive landscape. Secondly, the high-quality infrastructure for digital commerce. Over the years, Alibaba has established a comprehensive infrastructure for digital commerce based on a hybrid model combining intercity and intracity fulfillment. Through digital user outreach, effective organization of product and services supply, as well as fulfillment service capabilities covering cities and communities. Our infrastructure has become an important way for consumers to obtain daily necessities during the pandemic. In particular, over the last few years, we have created our location-based commerce business by building core capabilities in supply chain and fulfillment and online-offline integrated distribution networks on top of a 
pre-existing marketplace model. Based on our data in March and April, an average order value of customers in our location-based commerce business has increased significantly as consumers in COVID-affected areas rush to stock up. As a result, while our order volumes were negatively impacted by the fulfillment capacity constraint during the pandemic, GNV of these location-based commerce business have shown robust year-on-year growth. Taking Shanghai as a as an example, while Olamas food delivery business has been significantly impacted, deliveries of retail categories have grown rapidly. In particular, demands for groceries and pharmaceutical, pharmaceuticals are extremely strong with year-on-year growth above 100%. As Olama continues to enhance its operations and reduce unique, cost, unique logistic costs, its unique economics also improved significantly to almost break even during the quarter. Our infrastructure is playing an important role during the pandemic. For example, our different businesses, including Freshipo, Taoxianda, Timo Supermarket, Olama, etc., are providing essential supplies in cities impacted by COVID in China. Through these efforts, we hope to integrate business capabilities with social responsibility, leveraging the power of digital commerce and technology in the fight against COVID and, provide, and providing essential supply support for local communities. Let me name a few examples. Sunart, Freeshipo, and other business units supported the supply and delivery of essentials to the residents by dispatching thousands of couriers and frontline workers from various regions in China to Shanghai. Olama delivered more than 2.5 million pharmaceutical medicine orders to homes in Shanghai in April 2022. It also launched emergency delivery services for, more, for vulnerable groups in the city and addresses nearly 70,000 emergency requests during the month. Tanyao Logistics built an emergency logistics system that encompassed disaster preparedness management, emergency transportation, transit, and distribution to deal with contingencies. AMAP, our map navigation tool, launched the map of PCR tested sites, which cover more than 350 cities in China by mid-May user can easily search for a locations and open our opening hours of nearby test sites. Taobao and Timor have launched a series of targeted relief measures that would help merchants in Shanghai and those participating in our June 18 shopping festival after cash flow uh, ease to ease their cash flow pressure, reduce operating costs and speed up the consumption, uh, resumption of work and production to the largest extent possible. Thirdly, the high-quality technology innovations that drive the vast potential of our cloud computing business. Alibaba Cloud's competitive advantage 
is its world-class perpetual technology and products that support the highly demanding and complex business across Alibaba Group, while serving customers across a wide range, uh, a wide variety of verticals globally. In fiscal year 2022, Alibaba Cloud continues to be the leader in terms of market share in China and achieved the full year profitability for the first time. Its gap revenue reached 74.6 billion RMB during the year with 23% year-on-year growth. Before intersegment elimination, cloud revenue for the fiscal year has exceeded 100 billion RMB. During the past quarter, Alibaba Cloud's revenue increased by 12% year-on-year. The growth deceleration was a result of several factors, including the decline in corporate activities and the delay in project delivery due to the impact of COVID restrictions, slowdown in the growth of internet industry customers, and the gradual termination of contracts by a top customer for our public cloud services outside of China. We believe these impacts are temporary. While China's internet industry customers show a deceleration in cloud service demand as the entire sector faced a challenge of growth ceiling in user traffic and time span. Digitalization of other industries is just starting, and we see plenty of opportunities. Cloud computing and data intelligence services are fundamental to every business in every sector undergoing digital transformation. According to the industry estimates, China's cloud market size will reach 1 trillion RMB by 2025. Alibaba Cloud will continue to elevate its core, comp- its core technology and products to maintain its leadership in its highly potential market. The cumulative results of Alibaba's strong management and operations over the years has produced a high-quality customer base a sophisticated digital commerce infrastructure, and world-class technology innovation. We we also have a multi-engine growth strategy, robust financial conditions, and a profitable business and a strong cash flow. These provide important assurance in the face of a macro uncertainty, and more importantly, a source of confidence as we continue to pursue healthy and sustainable development for the future. In the new fiscal year, we will focus even more on cost control and continue to improve our operating efficiency. This includes streamlining unprofitable businesses, improving cash cycles, and enhancing investment efficiency in personnel, fixed assets, and other areas to maintain financial flexibility amidst uncertainties. Recently, the Chinese government has released important policy signals on its commitment to stabilize the economy and the job market in response to COVID impacts. They have also issued clear statements on promoting the development of internet platform economy through a healthy regulatory environment. Yesterday, 
the State Council held a national meeting to mobilize the implementation of several economic policies. As one of the representative companies of China internet platform economy, Alibaba is, is committed to supporting China's development through the combination of technological innovation and commercial innovation. We aim to serve Chinese consumers' pursuit for a better life, as well as the digital transformation needs of different industries. We, we, we also will be on the front lines in the fight against COVID and ensuring the availability of food and other essential supplies to community in need. We look forward to the introduction and implementation of policies that will enable the internet platform companies to contribute more towards stabilizing the market, creating jobs, and furthering high-quality development of China economy. The history of economic development has always been filled with twists and turns. In the long run, we strongly believe in the resilience and the potential of the China economy. We will strengthen our fundamentals during this unique period, focus on innovation and customer value creation, and continue investing and planning for Alibaba's long-term growth. Thank you everyone for your time. I will now turn the mic uh, over to Toby, who will walk you through the details of our financial results. Thank you, Daniel. Hello, everyone. Uh, let me walk you through uh, the details of our financial results. For the quarter ended March 31st, 2022, total revenue was RMB 204 billion, an increase of 9%. That was primarily driven by the revenue growth of China commerce segment by 8% to RMB 140 billion, local consumer services segment by 29% to RMB 10 billion, and cloud segment by 12% to RMB 19 billion. Income from operations for the quarter was RMB 16.7 billion compared to a loss from operations of RMB 7.7 billion in the same quarter of last year. The year-over-year -year change of RMB 24.4 billion was primarily due to RMB 18 billion anti-monopoly fine levied in the March 2021 quarter in a mark-to-market adjustment of SBC expenses of RMB 13 billion in the March 2022 quarter. Excluding these impacts, income from operations would have decreased by RMB 7 billion, primarily due to changes in adjusted EBITDA. Adjusted EBITDA decreased by RMB 6.8 billion to RMB 15.8 billion year over year in the quarter. The decrease was primarily due to RMB 7.4 billion decrease in China commerce segment EBITDA that mainly reflected investments in Tao Tai Tai and Taobao deal. Impacts from COVID as well as losses incurred by Sunnat. However, it's important to know that the combined losses of Taobao deal and Tao Tai Tai declined quarter over quarter as we focused on driving high quality growth for our China commerce segment. Importantly, during the March 2022 quarter, we are also making progress 
in improving operating efficiency and instill cost discipline through the company. This has resulted in narrowing losses year over year of RMB 1.2 billion for, for local consumer services, narrowing losses of RMB 732 million for DME segment, and improving profitability of RMB 618 million for cloud segment. Cost of revenue ratio, excluding SBC, increased to 68% in the quarter ended March 31st, 2022. The increase was primarily due to, firstly, higher proportion of direct sales businesses such as Freshipple and Timor Supermarket that increased the cost of inventory as a percentage of revenue. And secondly, growth of Tao Tai Tai and Tanya businesses that led to an increase in logistic costs as a revenue of uh, as a percentage of revenue. Excluding SBC, product development expenses as a percentage of revenue slightly increased to 6% in a quarter, ended March 31st, 2022, reflecting our continued investments in talents to drive technology and product innovation. Sales and marketing expenses, excluding SBC, as a percentage of revenue, remain stable at 13% in the March quarter compared to the same quarter of last year. Excluding SBC and the impact from anti-monopoly fine, general and administrative expenses as a percentage of revenue will be flattish in the quarter. Non-gap net income attributable to ordinary shareholders in the quarter was on the 21.5 billion, a decline of 6.9 billion, primarily due to decrease in adjusted EBITDA. Gap net losses attributable to ordinary shares was on the 16.2 billion. The difference between gap net losses and non-gap net income was primarily due to increase in the market prices, a decrease in the market prices of our equity investments in publicly traded companies. As of March 31st, 2022, we continue to maintain a strong net cash position of RMB 343 billion or US dollar 54 billion. Our strong net cash position is supported by robust cash flow generation. In fiscal year 2022, net cash flow from operation and free cash flow were on the 142.8 billion and RMB 98.89 billion respectively. Majority of the difference is operating capex spending at RMB 42 billion, reflecting our investment in cloud business and logistic fulfillment infrastructure. Free cash flow in March quarter 2022 was an outflow of RMB 15 billion, mainly due to the payment of final settlement uh, installment in the amount of RMB 9.1 billion of the RMB 18.2 billion, the anti-monopoly fine and a decreasing profit. Importantly, we have continued to enhance returns to shareholders 
through share repurchases, given our strong balance sheet and free cash flow generation capability. In fiscal year 22, we repurchased approximately 60 million of our ADSs for approximately US dollar 9.6 billion under our share repurchase program. On March 22, our company's board has authorized an increase of our share repurchase program for US dollar 15 billion to US dollar 25 billion. Since April the 1st to May 25th, we have repurchased another US dollar 3.4 billion in ADSs. As of May 25th, we still have an unused amount of US dollar 12 billion under the share repurchase program. Before I start with our segment results, I'd like to highlight something in the December 2021 quarter financial results. In the December quarter, the net income attributable to ordinary shareholders was, was understated by RMB 7.3 billion. This was caused by a goodwill impairment charge that should have been partially attributed to non-controlling interest, but was fully recorded in net income attributable to ordinary shareholders. This does not impact our non-gap measures and does not impact revenue, income from operations, or total net income for the December quarter. The attribution has been rectified and properly re reflected in the full year consolidated financial information for the fiscal year 2022. This attribution has no impact on the consolidated financial information for the March 2022 quarter. Now, let's look at our segment results. Revenue from our China commerce segment in March quarter was on the 140 billion, an increase of 8% year over year. Customer management revenue remains stable year over year at RMB 63 billion, despite a low single-digit decline in Taobao and Timor online physical goods GMV, excluding unpaid orders. For the March quarter, the combined GMV growth of January and February was flat, but was offset by a decline in GMV in March driven by COVID-19 impacts. If we further break down customer management revenue growth into advertising and commission revenue, total advertising revenue delivered positive growth during the quarter. Commission revenue recorded a high single-digit decline due to GMV decline and higher order cancellation and delays as a result of logistic bottleneck from COVID-19 resurgence in March. Direct sales and others revenue in March quarter was on the 73 billion, an increase of 14% year over year, primarily driven by robust revenue growth of Freshipo and Timor supermarket. China commerce segment adjusted EBITDA decreased by RMB 7.4 billion year over year to RMB 32.1 billion in the March quarter. The decline reflected investments in Tao Tai Tai, Taobao deal, as well as over RMB 1 billion losses incurred by Sunnat, primarily due to one-off asset impairments and special provisions. We are making progress 
in our commitment to improve efficiency and narrow losses for Taobao Deal and Tao Tai Tai that have been successful in acquiring new consumers in less developed areas. During the quarter, Taobao Deals had over 300 million annual active consumers. More than 20% of these AAC of Taobao Deals were consumers that did not shop on Taobao or Tmall in fiscal year 2022. And Tao Tai Tai had over 90 million AAC, of which more than 50% were first-time fresh producer buyers on our various platforms. At the same time, the combined losses of Taobao Deal and Tao Tai Tai declined quarter over quarter. We expect the combined Taobao Deal and Tao Tai Tai losses to continue to narrow as we focus on driving high-quality growth for our China commerce segment. Onto our major direct sales businesses. Except for Sunna, as mentioned, losses narrowed year over year for Fresh Hippo, Timor Global, and Timor Supermarket. We have continued to expand our direct sales business to enrich product supply for our marketplaces, strengthen supply chain capabilities for various verticals, and offer comprehensive high-frequency fulfillment services that seamlessly integrate with physical stores and pickup stations. These businesses delivered solid top-line growth during the quarter, and we expect them to contribute more to the overall segment revenue mix, which will continue to affect China commerce EBITDA margin. Our international commerce segment revenue in March quarter was RMB 14.3 billion, an increase of 7% year over year. The increase was primarily driven by Lazada and Alibaba.com, our international wholesale business. Lazada delivered solid order growth of 32%, while Alibaba.com grew transaction value completed on its platform by 22%. The slower year over year growth rate as compared to previous quarters was mainly due to Firstly, revenue decline of Trendio that was negatively impacted by the ongoing depreciation of Turkish lira against RMB. And secondly, orders decline for AliExpress, which was mainly driven by the ongoing impacts from VAT rules, as well as supply chain and logistics disruptions for parcels entering the Eurozone due to Russia and the Ukraine conflict and then slowing China export growth and supply chain disruptions from COVID-19 impacts. International commerce segment adjusted EBITDA losses was a loss of RMB 2.6 billion in March quarter. Losses slightly increased year over year, mainly driven by trendios investments in new businesses, such as international businesses and local consumer services in Turkey. Partly offset by continued profit growth of Alibaba.com, narrowed losses of AliExpress, and narrowed losses of Lazada through optimization of OPEX and logistics cost. Revenue from local consumer services was RMB 10.4 billion in March quarter, an increase of 29% year over year, driven by more efficient use of subsidies and higher average order value driven resilient GNV growth for Ulama. 
Local consumer service adjusted EBITDA losses reduced by 1.2 billion year over year to RMB 5.5 billion, primarily due to the narrow losses of our two home business, driven by optimized user acquisition and reduced delivery costs. Revenue from Tainia after intersegment elimination was RMB 11.6 billion in March quarter, an increase of 16% year over year, primarily contributed by the increase in revenue from consumer logistics services as a result of service upgrade for enhancing consumer experience, partly offset by the decrease in international orders that was mainly impacted by the supply chain and logistic disruptions for parcels entering the Eurozone due to Russia and Ukraine conflict. During the fiscal year 2022, 69% of China's total revenue was generated from external customers. Tainio adjusted EBITDA loss was RMB 912 million. Loss widened by RMB 327 million year over year, primarily due to increase in operating costs from expansion of our global smart logistics infrastructure, as well as the impacts from COVID-19 resurgence in China and Russia in Ukraine conflict. Going forward, we will continue our efforts in building comprehensive logistic and fulfillment infrastructure in China and internationally, laying the foundation for sustainable long-term growth for our digital commerce businesses. Revenue from our cloud segment after inter-segment elimination was RMB 19 billion in March quarter, an increase of 12% year over year. Revenue growth was slower in March quarter compared to prior quarters, reflecting slowing economic activities, softening demand from customers in China internet industry and delays in completing hybrid cloud projects due to COVID-19 impacts. Excluding revenue generated from a top customer in the internet industry that gradually phased out using our cloud services for its international business, our cloud segment revenue after inter-segment elimination would have grown 15% year over year during March quarter and 29% for fiscal year 2022. Excluding this customer, our customer base and industry coverage continues to diversify. The next top 10 non-affiliated customers contribute to less than 10% of Ali Cloud's revenue in fiscal year 2022. Importantly, revenue contribution from non-internet industries continues to increase as well. During the March quarter, revenue growth was strong in telecommunication, financial services, and retail industries, but declined in selected internet verticals, including online education and entertainment. Adjust the EBITDA of cloud segment, which comprises of Alibaba Cloud and DingTalk, was a profit of RMB 278 million in March quarter, which improved by RMB 618 million year over year. This is primarily attributable to ongoing improvement in cloud profitability, partly offset by increasing losses from DingTalk. In the new fiscal year, 
our cloud segment will focus on high-quality revenue growth, invest in talents and R&D, and improve operating efficiency and expand internationally. Revenue from our digital medium and entertainment segment in March quarter was R&D 8 billion, a decrease of 1% year over year. Adjusted EBITDA was a loss of 2 billion RMB, narrowed by 0.7 billion RMB year over year. Let me close with a short recap of last fiscal year and then our outlook. In fiscal year 22, we have faced with increasing challenges from many fronts. These have been brought about by slowing macro activities, increased competition, and COVID resurgence domestically, as well as changes in geopolitical conditions internationally. But they also bring into focus the fact that there's much we can do to create value for our customers and key stakeholders. During this past year, we have made a number of achievements that position us well for the future. First, we have reached a historical milestone of over 1 billion annual active consumers for all our consumer-facing businesses in China. This was made possible through the strong execution and growth of businesses such as Taobao Deal and Tao Tai Tai. Our unique value proposition of having both e-commerce and location-based commerce businesses at scale position us well to serve these 1 billion consumers in China. Second, we're seeing increasing benefit from our development of an integrated intercity and intercity logistic network that allows us to offer multiple delivery and fulfillment options to our consumers. This network also allows us to further increase penetration in categories such as grocery, FMCG, and consumer electronics in the future. Lastly, in fiscal 22, we had spent over 120 billion in technology-related costs and expenses that continue to strengthen our leading position in China's cloud market, support to the sophisticated technological demands of our consumer-facing businesses, and advance our research and development in the next generation technologies. Now, in terms of guidance, since mid-March 2022, we have seen significant impacts to our domestic businesses from COVID-19 resurgence in China, particularly in Shanghai. Considering the risks and uncertainties arising from COVID-19, which we are not able to control, and are difficult for us to predict, we believe it's prudent at this time not to give financial guidance that is typically provided at the start of the fiscal year. Looking forward in fiscal year 23, emphasizing what Daniel has mentioned, we will focus and execute several key operation principles and financial objectives, including first, generate sustainable and high-quality revenue that reflects our ongoing commitment to developing high-quality consumers, high-quality digital uh, uh, commerce infrastructure, and high-quality technology innovations. We believe these efforts will continue to build a strong and durable relationship 
with our consumers and customers. Second, we will focus on optimizing our overall cost structure. We will control costs and improve returns for our major businesses that are already at significant scale compared to peers. For growth businesses, we will also optimize spending and at the same time identify increasing monetization opportunities that yield sustainable high-quality revenue. The incremental revenue generated will be invested back to the respective businesses and create value for their customers, thereby creating a virtuous growth loop to achieve long-term profitability. At a high level, we will seek to improve gross margin of our direct sales businesses, optimize logistics and fulfillment costs for consumer-facing businesses, and control our overall sales and marketing spend. Third, continue to build an energy-efficient cloud infrastructure and a global warehouse and a logistic network that enhance our competitiveness in China and international markets. At the same time, we expect ongoing improvement in efficiency and utilization of these infrastructures can benefit both our customers and our own self-operated businesses. Lastly, we seek to maintain strong operating cash flow generation and a strong net cash position that gives us the financial flexibility to invest in businesses and capabilities that expand the pie and benefit all of our key stakeholders. We have a lot of work ahead of us, but by being steadfast, and executing the key strategic and financial objectives that we have set out, we believe Alibaba will emerge stronger in the future. Thank you. Now let's turn to Q&A. Hi, everyone. Uh, for today's call, uh, you are welcome to ask questions in Chinese or English. A third-party translator will provide consecutive interpretation uh, of the Q&A session. And our management will address your question in the language you asked. Please know that the translation is for convenience only. Uh, in the case of any discrepancy, our management statement in the original language will prevail. If you are unable to hear the Chinese translation, bilingual trans tran transcripts of this call will be available on our website within one week after the meeting. 我們管理層會按您提供的語言回答您的問題。翻譯的目的是方便大家的理解。如有任何疑義,請以我們管理層員是語言所做的敘述為準。如您無法聽到中文翻譯,本次電話會議雙語記錄將在會議結束後的一週
，诶，谢谢 Daniel 就 Toby 和 Rob， 那也恭喜这个呃业绩也非常的 resilient， 能看到呢这个 CMR 的 revenue 是基本上是 flat 的，那那所以这个 GMB 虽然有一个 low single digit 的一个下降，但 CMR 是 flat。刚才 Daniel 你提到这个广告是、啊、有有一个比较好的一个表现，那想知道。我们进入四月有一些 COVID 的一些疫情导致，刚才说有 low T 这个下降，因为这个应该是 GMB， 那我们应该怎么去想这个呃 CMR 的 revenue， 然后这个 gap， 还有在五月我们看到整个包裹呃 network 开始有所 normalize， 那我们有没有看到从 GMB 或者 CMR 的角度有没有看到一些环比的一些 recovery？ 谢谢。Uh, thank you, Daniel, Toby, and Rob, and uh, congratulations on the resilience that we see in the results uh, that you've uh, just uh, released. Uh, we we did see that uh, CMR revenues uh, were flat, but there was nonetheless low single-digit growth in uh, GMV. And Daniel also spoke about how advertising was performing well. Certainly, uh, from April onwards, uh, with the impact of COVID, uh, there's been uh, Uh, an impact there, including on CMR revenue, but I'm, I'm wondering what what we're seeing in May in terms of the performance of the parcel network,、uh, and if things are picking up, and、uh, what we're seeing currently in terms of、uh, GMV and orders in May. Thank you. 好，呃，谢谢你的问题啊。然后那个呃，其实是这样的一个情况。第一个，那个刚才 Daniel 在他的 script 里面讲到了。我们四月份的目前的情况，那么呃，从这个整个的呃呃呃整个的 GMV 的变化的角度来讲，四月份实际上我们呃刚提呃连牛提到差不多这个呃超过十个 percent 的这样一个下降，那同时在这个整个的 CMR 的角度，实际上从过去大家可以看得到，我们的 CMR 跟我们的 GMV 的整个的一个变化还是基本上是 in line 的。当然，这个里面会可能会有一些起伏，因为这个很多时候可能 CMR 在整个的这个呃呃起伏的过程当中会有一定的滞后，而这个当中也会反映出了很多的一些商家在进行他们的这个呃发呃呃需要进行一些投入来增加他们的整个的收入这样的一个一个实际的情况，所以这是一个四月份的一个情况。嗯。Uh, well, thanks for your question. Uh, in Daniel's、uh, speech earlier, he did give you a presentation on the situation in, in April.、Uh, overall, as, as Daniel said,、uh, GMV was was down、uh, by uh, around 10%.、Uh, typically, CMR does tend to move in line with GMV, but there can be a lag, uh, and uh, it's the case that、uh, many merchants may need to、uh, invest. In order to、uh, grow their revenues. 好，那个五月份的情况，我稍微补充一下，就是这个，呃，确实最近这个一两周以来，我们看到这个随着快递的恢复啊，这个呃整个的这个包括上海的疫情的缓解，呃，所以整个的呃开始逐步恢复当中。但是整体上，呃，我们认为还是呃需要一些时间把前期的一些呃包裹消化掉啊，包括这个。呃，后面商家已经开始这个六幺八的准备和这个马上就开始了，呃，应该是今天晚上就开始了。所以，呃，从这个意义上，就是
啊，我们看到这个五月份啊，这个最近我们看到有一些改善的一些迹象。好的，谢谢 Daniel。Thank you. Well, talking about the situation in May, the situation in May over the past couple of weeks, uh, you know, with the resumption of uh, express deliveries uh, and with the uh, 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 beginning of the normalization of the situation in Shanghai. Uh, Certainly, uh, we see things improving, but it will take time uh, for all of the uh, outstanding parcels uh, to be delivered and also for merchants to make their preparations for the upcoming uh, 6.18. In fact, uh, preparations will be beginning uh, tonight, but we certainly are seeing signs of improvement going into the month of May. Okay, uh, next question. Our next question comes from the line of Eddie Lund with Bank of America. Um, good evening, guys. Uh, thank you for taking my question. Uh, I think you guys uh, started to mention about some of the longer-term initiatives uh, because of the uh, COVID lockdowns. So just looking ahead, assuming a reopening, uh, do you see any long-term uh, structural change in your operation uh, customer demand and product mix uh, after these uh, lockdowns, and what type of investment uh, you need to make uh, to handle uh, the potential changes? Thank you. Uh,好，管理层晚上好啊，感谢接受我的提问。呃，你们也提到了，就是涉及到疫情的影响，你们在做出的一些长期的呃呃一些改变。那么，假如说能够全面解封的话，呃，你们在长期的这个战略当中认为需要做出什么样的一些改变呢？包括在运营层面，或者是涉及到啊客户需求方面，或是产品结构方面，你们认为需要做出什么样的长期的改变？然后
a small package just for the instant delivery and for the instant needs. Uh, so it's all about the you need a diversified uh, retail formats as well as the delivery and the fulfillment network to support both of this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And our, our next question comes from the line of Thomas Chong uh, with Jeff. Sorry, Sean, Sean, you, uh, sorry, Sean, hold on a sec. Um, the translator still needs to translate. Uh,在三月和四月份,呃,呃,这一波疫情当中,我们确实看到一些消费,呃,趋势的变化。呃,那么我想经过,呃,这一轮的疫情之后呢,这个消费者他以后的一个趋势,他会更多的希望在家里
or uh, will we have to wait a bit longer, perhaps, to see consumer sentiment also recover? Thank you. 好，谢谢。呃，我来回答一下啊。第一个呢，从人群呃分层我们看，呃，因为整整个我们阿里巴巴这个零售平台上，呃，有呃有这个这个我们的呃一呃这个十亿的消费者，其实覆盖了呃多元化的这样的一个分层啊。其实我们可以看到不同的消费者的一个表现啊。呃，这个整体上，我想在这个特殊的阶段，我们看到的情况。实际上最重要的还是呃必需品的生活消费，还是非必需品的生活消费，其实发生了比较比较明显的变化。其实从消费者来讲，无论是哪个分层，他对必须的生活消费品啊，他的需求的更强烈，并且其实在特定的情况下，价格更不敏感啊，因为他为了这个基本生活需要。而相反对呃非必需品的消费，啊会表现的相对价格更敏感一些。Thank you. Well, uh, on Alibaba's retail platforms, uh, we have a consumer base of one billion consumers uh, who are highly diverse, uh, spanning all those different tiers of spending. Uh, and so, yes, uh, we certainly do see uh, different patterns there. But uh, what I can tell you is, during this special period of time, uh, you really see a divergence between uh, spending on essentials versus non-essentials. Um, in all those different tiers of consumers, uh, demand for essentials uh, has gone up, and there's been less price sensitivity. Uh, whereas, with respect to non-essential purchases, there has been more price sensitivity. This actually also has to do with the current year's trend. My view 一方面当然是呃，就像我这个 script 里边讲的，商家需要这个持续的这个这个经营的前提条件就是这个可持续经营稳定的物流和供应链啊，商品供应链和物流啊。但是另外一方面还是需要消费需求的恢复。你先翻译吧，我我再讲下半段。呃、uh, ，and this is also uh uh. Very uh, relevant to the other part of your question about the trend for the coming half of the year, um, because uh, in my view, uh, for uh, recovery and growth of consumption to occur, two things uh, need to happen. First, as I mentioned in my script, uh, merchants, in order to uh, be able to operate, uh, need to have a sustainable and robust supply chain and logistics uh, in place. Um, and at the same time, uh, consumption demand uh, needs to return. 对，那消费需求恢复是非常重要的。其实还是这个用户对未来的预期啊，对未来收入的预期，对未对对未来生活的预期，会决定他们的这个消费的开支啊。当然，还有重要的一点是他的可支配收入的呃、啊、这个稳定的增加啊。我想这些方面都会决定了这个消费的力量能不能啊这个。更好的增长，同时能特别是在这个除了基本生活必需品啊这些食品啊这些日用家庭日用品以外，在非生活必需品上啊能不能能够恢复到原来的消费的态势啊？我想这个是消费能够不仅恢复并且带来增长啊，这个对中国 GDP 的发展做出贡献的非常重要的一个前提条件。
Uh, and in order for consumer demand to recover, uh, it's very important that uh, there be strong expectations uh, for the, the future, uh, because only when people have uh, a strong expectations of the future, uh, and in particular in their uh, ongoing uh, ability to grow their disposable income, will they be able to grow their uh, consumption. So going beyond uh, essentials, uh, but getting back also to increased spending on the non-essentials, which would be very important uh, for uh, also growing the economy in terms of stimulating GDP growth.我想那个他也问到补回一些前期的一些损失好的一个趋势所以我们也会从平台来讲我们也会这个权力的来支持讨这个活动来增加投入包括特别是对这个 在六幺八，我们也已经发布了啊很多支持这个这个商家的一些政策，帮助他们加速流动资金的回转啊，加快物流啊，包括呃这个能够啊这个这个这个帮助他们更好的这个利用这段时间时间能够啊获得一个好的
control measures continue to be effective, which will uh, put in place the necessary conditions to make this a success. Thank you. Uh, next question. Our next question comes from the line of Jerry Liu with UBS. Uh 我们是不是有一个目标uh, thank you, management. My question uh, has to do with uh, cost optimization. Cost control, which you mentioned, uh, will be implemented across a lot of businesses. Uh, should we understand that as part of this cost optimization strategy, that in the coming fiscal year, the objective is to achieve uh, faster profit growth than revenue growth, uh, and we've certainly seen a significant improvement in, in UE and in Ulama uh, and elsewhere. But what will be the major focuses and priorities uh, for cost optimization in the coming fiscal year?那未来的一年我们会继续去做，就是在整个的降本增效的强度，我们会十分的关注。而在这个降本增效的角度，我觉得分两个层次来讲。第一，第一个层次，我觉得是对于很多的业务，那我们会存在一定的这个这个大家通
然后同时在这个物流端，那我们也会提提出这个对于这个效率提升的这样的一个要求，整体合起来可以给到像这样一个直营业务的话，一个整体的一个效率提升。呃、uh, ，secondly， 呃、uh, ，we do have a lot of different businesses that are different in nature， and therefore we'll be taking different。Uh, approaches and putting in place different requirements to achieving uh, better cost efficiency. But to give you an example uh, around our direct sales businesses, and here it's very clear. On the one hand, uh, in terms of gross margin, we're looking to drive higher efficiency, and at the same time, we'll also be looking uh, to achieve more cost control, better efficiency in uh, logistics. And it will be the combination of those two things that will drive cost optimization. Okay. 那有一些，比如说是整体在集团层面的，举个例子，比如说有一些像这个市场费啊等等这类似的成本，那我们也会这个用一个相对来说比较严格的这个手段跟一个 measures 去控制。那会会这个呃呃，在现在这个阶段，某一些的业务可能会降低它的整个 spending 等等方面，这些都是我们的一些控制手段。Uh, and more broadly, at the group-wide level, uh, another example would be uh, marketing costs. Uh, and here we will be taking a, a more disciplined approach with specific uh, measures. Uh, and in, in many cases, spending will be cut back. 对，所以呢，就是我想我刚才举了几个例子回答您的问题。整体的角度来讲，您刚才的问题是我们有没有对利润收入啊等等，这个我们没有这样的一个标准。但是我想刚才我 Scrip 里面讲的，您未来一年很重要的对我们来讲呢，特别是从一个 CFO 的角度，很重要的一个任务就是在提升我们的运营的效率，怎么样去。降低成本，提升效率，同时保证我们有很好的呃现金流入，然后控制好我们的现金的整个的这个这个余额，这个我觉得是未来一年很重要的一个任务。好，谢谢您的问题。呃、uh, ，So we we don't have a, a specific uh, uh, figure to share with you on the other part of your question as about t h ratio, but as I mentioned in my script. Uh, as a CFO for the group, uh, a big priority for us is driving higher operational efficiency, lowering costs, achieving higher efficiency,、uh, in order to ensure that we have a strong balance sheet and a strong cash flow generation capability. Thank you. Thank you, Operator. Next question. And our next question comes from the line of Alex Yao with J.P. Morgan. 呃，谢谢管理层给我这个机，呃，谢谢管理层给我这个机会啊。呃，丹牛，我听你在 script 里面说，呃，有可能接下来政府会出台一些这种刺激性的啊、呃、政策，啊、呃，来帮助互联网企业更好的在这个啊、呃，就经济比较低迷的时候去帮助到消费者，然后鼓励投资、稳定就业啊、呃，这样的一些这个。呃，潜在的政策方向，您觉得在哪些方面有可能，或者在哪些业务呃现业务环节上面有可能出现这样一些呃激呃激励性的政策？然后在这样的一个环境下面，对咱们阿里巴巴来说，我们需要付出一些什么东西？然后我们可能得到，可能能够得到一些什么样的东西？谢谢。
thank you, management. Uh, Daniel, in, in your script, I believe you talked about uh, incentives or uh, uh, stimuli that may be uh, forthcoming from the uh, government to help uh, support uh, the business of internet platforms and drive consumer spending. Uh, I'm wondering if you could tell us what, what kinds of businesses do you think will benefit uh, from these kinds of incentives and what kind of stimulus we can expect to see and how Alibaba can uh, position itself to uh, capture the benefit of this uh, policy. 其实我刚才讲的是说我们也看到近期这个国家已经这个通过各种方式啊这个释放了对文经济这个稳就业保民生的这个这样的一种这个强烈的一个信号啊同时这个就是在昨天大家可能也知道啊肯定也都知道这个
推动一个数字化的实体经济的发展啊，我觉得这个还是我们的一个基本责任和我们的基本的把我们的能力能够啊尽呃更好的一个发挥啊出来。那么同时呢，我想对阿里来讲，我们也在啊尽自己的能力啊为这个我们平台上的商家提供更好的一个这个支持啊，包括我刚才讲到的，我们为了六幺八。呃，这个也推出了这个五大方面的二十五项举措，来支持商家更好的备战六幺八。啊，同时呢，我们也在前期在上海这个最困难的时候，我们也针对上海的商家推出了平台的这个呃这个二十条的针对上海商家的这个纾困措施。啊，我们也希望这些措施能够啊真正能够帮助到我们的平台上的商家，特别是啊广大中小企业。Uh, for Alibaba, uh, this is uh, where we can have uh, a, a very unique role to play, leveraging on our, our resources uh, as a, a, a responsible company in society uh, and as the operator of a digital economy, and we see this as a basic responsibility. Uh, we've been uh, doing everything in our power to provide support and assistance to merchants, uh, and as, as mentioned, with the upcoming 618 Festival, uh, we uh, have 20 initiatives in five major categories, and recently, during the very difficult period in Shanghai, uh, we had 20 special measures uh, to support merchants during that period. We hope very much to be able to support merchants uh, in these ways uh, to facilitate uh, their uh, recovery and success. Okay, next question, please. And our next question comes from the line of Zhang Xiao with Barclays. Uh, thank you very much for taking my questions. Uh, you mentioned you just uh, paid the fine for the uh, for the anti-monopoly sort of new regulation last year. Uh, last year was a year there were a lot of uh, government regulations that were introduced uh, to the internet industry. Um, uh, Lately, as, as you know, some of the senior leaders uh, from the government made some comments about uh, any further regulation. Um, um, uh, I, I was just wondering, could you share with us uh, your latest thoughts about uh, uh, government regulation for the industry for this year? Thank you. Thank uh, you. 你们是去年呃支付了呃这个反垄断的罚款，那么呃其实去年呃政府呢对于互联网行业是进行了很多的监管，出台很多新的法规。那么最近有些非常高级的呃这个政府官员，他们也在表示啊要进一步的规范这个呃互联网的行业。那么是否可以请管理层分享一下你们最新的一些这个看法？啊，就是关于呃政府如何呃在今年将如何进一步的来规范和这个呃呃规管互联网的行业，谢谢。呃、uh, ，Thank you，Sorry，Rob，Sorry，Rob，I、uh, um, Rob, I, I was not very clear. My bad. My my point was that, for example, one of the vice premier Liu He said about actually some of the regulations last year, many investors were very discouraged by it. Probably government. Government went a bit overhead, uh, overboard. Uh, I think Liu He mentioned that uh, perhaps um, Chinese government should wrap up the regulation or any new regulation and move on and let the industry grow as it should. 
Sorry if I wasn't clear before. Uh 然后呢，允许这个互联网经济得到它应有的一个自由的发展空间。Oh, uh, I think uh, we all know that recently uh, Chinese government uh, and Chinese leaders they uh, they uh, uh, shared a very clear message to the market that uh, they want to uh, they want to uh, the platform economy uh, play an important role uh, in the in economic development and uh, encourage the healthy development of platform economy. And uh, I think this is that the, the, the message is clear. And uh, as, as, as part of this private economy in China, Alibaba is committed to do uh, uh, we, uh, uh, to, to, to fulfill our responsibilities uh, in terms of helping the development achieve a better life for the consumers, uh, to help the merchants as well, especially in the tech, uh, technology innovation. Uh, I think in the core areas. So I think this is what. What uh, we committed, and uh, we will uh, do uh, work hard uh, to 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 make uh, substantial progress uh, in all these uh, aspects. But at the same time, uh, we are closely uh, uh, watching the policy uh, development, and uh, to to make sure we are fully compliant with all the requ uh, regulatory requirements. Thank you. Thank you. Chungo 这样的一些责任是一直密切关注政策的这个最新发展 Hello, um, thank you, uh, 管理层晚上好, uh,谢谢接受我的提问, 我的问题是跟, 
然后从一个比较长远来看，就是说，当我们啊把疫情过过去之后，然后呃整个中国的经济恢复比较正常的时候，我们如何看待啊中国整个云产业的一个增长？然后啊对于啊阿里巴巴云这边啊我们的一个增长会有什么看法？然后呃，最最近就是也听说呃，云业务这边有一些重组跟一些人员的变动，不知道这个会对我们短期跟长期啊、呃、有什么的一个影响吗？谢谢。呃、uh, ，Thank you, management. My question has to do with、uh, the cloud segment and the short-term and long-term prospects for the cloud business.、Uh, starting with the short-term,、uh, I'd like to know. Uh, apart from the recent impact of the,、uh, the pandemic、uh, and the slowdown of the internet、uh, sector as a whole, what other factors、uh, are there that、uh, may be impacting the cloud business? And then, in the longer term,、uh, when the Chinese economy has returned to normalcy,、uh, what's your view about how the cloud business will develop?、Uh, what kind of growth do you expect Alibaba Cloud to、uh, achieve? Uh, and then finally, recently we've heard some news about some restructuring、uh, and some personnel changes in the cloud space. Could you tell us, please, about the impact that those、uh, are likely to have in the short and longer term? Thank you. Hello, 好的，我来回答一下这个。呃，对这个云业务来讲，确实呃，近期的挑战，包括这个季度的这个收入增长的这个速度的放缓啊，这个原因刚才都解释了，我不重复了。那我想，这个这里边，我认为从长从呃未来这个呃经济发展当中，呃这个云计算扮演的作用来讲，我想它还是每个行业啊各行各业走向数字化经营啊，变成一个这个数字驱动的啊这个技这样的一个大数据公司的一个非常重要的一个一个基础设施啊。所以从这个角度来讲，其实存在着每个行业都存在着这个云啊成为它的一个。呃，去去服务的对象的这么一个机会啊，所以这是这是这个第一点，所以从行业的前景来讲，我们认为是一个非常广阔的前景啊。刚才这个呃，我的 script 里边也讲到了，就是啊，二零二五年啊，其实市场已经估计了中国的云计算啊规模会到达一万亿人民币。那这个去年应该这个意味着我们在未来的几年啊，有这个这个两倍以上的啊，这个一共乘以。从 multiple three 啊，乘三倍以上的这个三倍的这样的一个增速的这么一个可能性，所以我想这是一个巨大的一个一个一个产业机会啊，一个巨大的一个一个普适性的机会，这第一点。呃、uh, ，Thank you. Well, talking about the、uh, the performance of the cloud business in the short term,、uh, I've already spoken about the factors、uh, that led to the,、uh, the the slowdown in revenue growth in Alibaba Cloud. Uh, recently, so I won't repeat、uh, here what I、uh, already said earlier.、Uh, but I think when it comes to economic development and the important role that、uh, the cloud can play there,、uh, the key thing is that all industries are digitalizing and need to digitalize.、Uh, cloud and、uh, big data uh, are uh, an important、uh, kind of infrastructure driving that upgrading of industry, and therefore all industries. Uh, present important opportunities for us at Alibaba、uh, to serve, and that really represents a huge market opportunity. In fact, as I, I mentioned in my script earlier,、uh, the forecast is for the cloud market in China to reach one trillion RMB by、uh, 2025. So that potentially means that over the next 
few years, we have the potential to grow at a, a two times or, or three times uh, kind of multiple. So it's going to be a very uh, big and exciting opportunity. 那第二点，从要抓住这样的机会啊，获得这个实现这样的增长，非常关键的一点就是如何跟这个产业去结合啊。其实这个今天这个当我们谈 cloud， 其实呃每个人说的这个定义并不完全相同啊。但可能最相同的一点就是这个作为 us， 作为这个云 IT， 呃、啊，这个要要成为这个服服务代替原来的这个代替的传统的 IT， 成为这个服务的基础设施。但是我想这个只是一个起点。啊，最重要的还是能够把云计算、大数据的平台和 AI 啊，这个包括整个企业全方位的数字化经营，都能够基于这个云来进行实现。啊，我想这个这这个需要跟每个行业啊，特别是主要的行业的深入的这这样的一个形成这个解决方案啊，形成行业需要的产品啊，我觉得这个上面啊，对对这个对这个云的业务的发展非常重要。啊，从这个意义来说，这个阿里必须在这个方面跟所有的产业的这个 SaaS 的服务商和生态的伙伴一起来共同合作，来共同来这个探探索这样的一个行业机会。只有形成这个这个行业基于行业的云的呃这个产品和解决方案的突破啊，我想这个才能够带呃能够来实现这个抓住每个行业走向数字化的这样的一个历史机会。Uh, secondly, uh, in order to be able to fully uh, capitalize on that opportunity, uh, you need to take uh, an industry-specific approach. Um, uh, because, uh, you know, when we talk about cloud, there are many different definitions out there. Uh, the only part of that definition that everybody will agree on is the IaaS uh, layer, which seeks to replace traditional IT infrastructure. Uh, but to me. Uh, the the more important opportunity is beyond that. It's when you start uh, bringing in the the big data, uh, AI, uh, as well as uh, the ability to digitalize the overall operations of different enterprises and enable all of that uh, through the cloud. And to do that, this requires a, an industry or vertical uh, specific approach with products that are custom tailored for different applications in different vertical segments. And I think this is very important for the cloud business. Uh, and uh, it's imperative uh, that Alibaba be working with these different industries, different verticals, especially the major ones, uh, in depth uh, with SaaS uh, and with our ecosystem uh, partners in order to be able to deliver that value and capitalize on all of those opportunities going forward. Uh,第三点呢，我想除了这个垂直行业的机会以外，非常重要的还是说利用我们今天在这个在现在市场的领先地位啊，在整个的二十层。啊，包括我们的帕核心帕斯产品上，能够继续通过技术的啊创新、技术的突破，能够啊这个带来这个更好的一个技术价值的实现、技术红利啊，使得我们获得更好的规模经济啊。因为大家都知道在，在在二十层，其实这个云计算本身啊是一个规模经济的一个一个事业啊，所以如何在规模下、啊、扩大规模下，通过技术的呃这个升级、降低成本啊。这个，我想这个是啊，这个非常重要。作为我们作为市场领先者来扩大领先这个、这个巩固领先这个地位啊，扩大领先份额的非常重要的一个手段。嗯。呃 ，Thirdly, apart from that、uh, vertical-oriented approach, uh, it's also incumbent upon us,、uh, given our market leadership, 
position to continue to innovate uh, also in the IaaS uh, layer and also the, the core pass layer uh, so that we can continue to reap uh, the dividends of technological innovation through uh, economies of scale. Uh, in particular, the IaaS layer is all about economies of scale. So if we can continue to improve the technology uh, and lower the costs, uh, there's a, a huge advantage that can be that can be reached. 最后我也说一下最近这个您刚才问的这个阿里学问的这个团队的我们的一个一个一个升级啊这个我们也是加强了我们的云计算的这个我们的领导团队啊这个在这个在在这个领导这个团队的这样的一个升级的背后我们思考